rest every time I get on my phone. There's always some mess. I'm tired. I'm tired. Let's unpack it. Let's unpack it. A coming of age, but in real life. What is up? What is up? Wow. Um. 2020. It's, it's been a minute. It's been a minute. But you know, I'm here, we're here now. We're here now. So I hope everyone has been having a great 2021 so far. Despite like all the mess that's happened in like less than 20 days. Um, 2020 got some competition. But you know, we're here. We're here. So welcome back to a coming of age but in real life this is the 14th episode um if you're new here hello hi how are you this is a nice little community you know um if you're uh if you've been here been hanging with me welcome back and yeah um before i get into this episode uh, make sure you follow my social media in the link tree and the little bio thing uh, linktree.osadalur um, make sure you buy my arts my stickers they nice and low prices uh, my prints and all that at osadalur.bigcartel.com and make sure you follow the podcast um, social medias as well to keep update on episodes and help make decisions for my episode because you know I like keeping this collaborative and yeah so it's been a minute since I've made a podcast um, you know, and you might be asking, oh my gosh, why? What were you doing? Um, I moved across the country. Um, I'm on campus. I'm on Stanford's campus. Ain't that crazy? Wow. Yeah, I've been moving. Um, yeah, it's been nice. This is my first time visiting. I, I told myself that I would not go to a school that I have not visited. And here I am. So this is my first time on campus. And, you know, I'm really enjoying it so far. It's very beautiful. My dorm's kind of cute. Um, They need to fix the um, heater because I've been hot. And I'm like, this is not Nigeria. At least in Nigeria, I had a a, a, a fan. This ain't it. But thank God I'm coming to fix it. Trust and yeah my dorm real cute i decorated it and of course i decorated it with my own art usage too and yeah it's looking real nice and um bought all my stuff and i'm settling in um yeah um there's only like a few people on campus not everyone's back and you know I'm, don't worry about me i'm being smart i'm being i'm i'm, try, I'm being safe unlike some people you know Partying, partying in the Pepto bits. What is wrong with you? What is, you know? That's not what we're here for. And you know, I started classes um last well that this last Monday. And yeah, I think I'm looking forward to this year. Um, all the opportunities, all of the success, all of the time spent for myself. And I hope you are looking forward to 2021 as much as I am, even though we're in it. But you know, it's still an introduction. Um, so we are going to talk about, as you can tell by the, the title, the TikTok, the TikTokification, that's a word I think I made up, whatever, of relatability. So let's talk about how TikTok has changed the music industry. So I think it started late 2019. Um, when I started noticing TikTok at my high school, I was like, okay, this is okay. I was not 
contemplating getting it and you know i think tiktok used to be like musically and that weird in between between musically and tiktok i just knew tiktok for being weird because it'll just be like a bunch of old men like duetting like like teens and i was like ugh, ugh, this is weird but the renegade you know boom renegade well i still can't do the death so i'm just literally like bopping around in my room right now but renegade came and i was like okay what is this this is cute and everyone's just doing a dance randomly even me when i'm cold i just try to do dance and i'm warmed up and then corona hit quarantine hit everyone in their home with just boredom most a lot of people download tiktok and the tiktok hits started rising and the two it's three musketeers but i'm calling it the two savage by megan the stallion and say so by doja cat were the ring leaders on the of the tiktok hits and how it shows how influential tiktok can be if you have a tiktok dance if you have a tiktok viral sound your song is going to do well on the charts um just look at the top 10 of the past years literally almost all the songs either had a viral tiktok dance or was a popular sound for whatever videos and after um, it took savage and say so because remember this was the beginning of the pandemic and i think most people and most regulators were looking to calm down 2020 because it's like oh we can't do anything we don't have live performances um streams are going down um sales are going down so let's just take this break when they saw the success of savage and say so both going number one due to tiktok dances i think the industry was like hmm there's potential here so they started investing more into tiktok and guess what and they wanted to start profiting and guess what tiktok did they changed their algorithm they changed their interface so that they can recognize original sounds and link it to the song so therefore so it was like oh what song is it it will say it at the top like oh this is this song contains songs from blank song and then it will start recognizing the song and the song will start blowing up on them little youtube l- lyric channels and then it will start getting streams and boom a hit and especially if they have the right marketing and the right label they can take a tiktok trend that might be dying down but they can make it a hit and now these artists are making their songs tiktokable and by tiktokable that means um you know nice simple so that it's easy to make a dance and um short enough and like you have like basically like trying to make a catchy lyric or a catchy 15 seconds or so lyrics as like okay that's gonna be the focus or the chorus making that the fo- focus and people and labels have started collaborating with content tiktok content creators to make dances to make content using their sounds like miss charlie d'amelio i don't care what you think about her but if she this is this is actually similar to the Kylie Jenner effect. Remember when she had um Snapchat and she would just be playing songs in the background? Those songs that she played in the background went up in streams like nothing. This is kind of like the Kylie Jenner effect. Um, but with TikTokers, and I'm, in this case I'm talking about Charlie's Media, if she makes a sound, that sound is gonna get a hit. So she has a lot of control and TikTokers have a lot of control in the music landscape today. And it's smart. And it's not completely bad. Like, there's been good songs that been got popular on TikTok. And TikTok is the cause of it becoming a big hit. Like, Savage and Say So. Um, 
Don't Start Now was already on its way to get a hit, but TikTok really helped. Um, same thing with Blinding Lights. Um, WAP, also a good example. Um, but it shows a greater problem with the sameness and the urge to be relatable in the music industry. And music, especially nowadays, thrives off relatability um, because... Um, you want to reach a wider audience. So if you want to read a wider audience, you need to make a broad enough content that a lot of people can relate to. And artists, and with that, artists start to sound the same and start following trends and follow the traditional formulas of getting a hit. And the sound diversity of the popular music nowadays is not as diverse as I don't even think, I'm not even going to say used to because this isn't a new thing. It's just that streaming is making it different and different causes. So like artists like Sweetie, Saweetie, and no, this is not saying that she makes bad music. I really like Sweetie. She's a super, she seems, she's a, she's a personality and she knows how to market herself and market her music. She's a businesswoman. And she knows what she's doing and she's very charismatic. So a lot of people, even if they don't think, is she the best rapper? No. But her personality and her charisma and the way that she carries herself in interviews and her social media persona and the internet and with TikTok, she's able to captivate an audience and the Icy Gang tagline, like she knows what she's doing. And I love her. And Best Friends, the song that came out with Doja Cat, it was, you can tell it was made for TikTok with the little with a with a cheeky a simple chorus and with the dance integrated in the video and people started using it it was made for tiktok and that's not necessarily a bad thing like i like the song i play it every now and then um it's a nice it's a nice song to just bop to you know there's nothing wrong with and this is not to say oh music nowadays is just so trash like uh, i'm not old i'm not mm-mm. i like music I, I like even popular music i'm just saying it, it, it's uh it makes the sound landscape of the music industry not as diverse and popular music and that's not necessarily a bad thing all the time but it's just like there can only be so many good songs that sound the same you know and um yeah it's it's hard to tell when a song is meant to be genuine and that's not always a bad thing and it's hard to also tell when a hit is organic or not and the lines between like organic an organic hit or a hit that's been pushed with like label um streaming and radio it can be hard and the definition of an organic hit changes because how organic can a hit be in 2021 with the big labels and the streaming pushing and radio pushing and um itunes and stuff like that and recent organic hits um driver's license i really like that song i, I would consider it an organic hit because you're steering it off the drama a very popular girl from disney um an original disney show and one of the and a spinoff of one of the biggest disney franchises and the trauma behind it you're gonna get a hit and i think it's organic in the way that it just reached a lot of people but now it's starting to get added on the top um top today's hits so it usually an org what i consider organic now is the initial push of the song is it's based off like word of mouth or like a new art because it's like she's a new artist but then once she picks up scenes and she has directly behind her then they can start promoting more and pushing it more into streaming and radio and stuff like that that's what i consider an organic hit um another example of that would be savage and say so um also 
don't start now to um dua lipa is the queen of organic hits in the way that she would release a song and she'll be she'll let it like sizzle for a few months and like get whatever it needs and then she'll start pushing it and pushing it until it's a top hit that's what happened with don't start now um it's it, it was released in like november of 2019 and started started really gaining storm like spring 2020 and also um and i would say wap but wap is not wap 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 no that's not an organic hit in my opinion because it was Cardi B's comeback it had a lot of streaming push it had a lot of radio push the music video was literally censored so it can be on YouTube um, streaming platforms and stuff like that so I'm going to say it's organic it's not an I wouldn't consider it an organic hit but that does not mean it's not good it's actually one of the best songs that was, re- that was released in 2020 so organic does not automatically mean good and just because a song is pushed heavily towards streaming and radio does not mean the song is bad that's just how the label is doing it and i want to talk about the pointless remix um that remix are just like they're just made for streaming purposes to have multiple songs multiple of the same song getting streams at the same time because if you have a, a the original and you have a remix both of those songs will count towards that one track so like old town road it is 50,000 remix that was actually an organic hit at first but then they were really pushing it and i'm not gonna blame them like if you can push something push it like if you have the means to push a song or a work of yours you should be able to do that and but I'm, it's sometimes it gets annoying because like this doesn't really mean anything to the artist and stuff but you know at the end of the day who cares so like this 3435 remix i like their parts separately i don't like the song as a whole like everyone did a good job and it just felt underwhelming and it, you can tell this really just for streaming and sale purposes which is not completely bad like you know get your coin but it's just like i won't be listening to it all the time even though everyone did fine like i like doja cat's verse i like megan's verse and y'all are doing too much on megan's verse her verse was nice okay please doing too much um but yeah and let's talk about spotify spotify is the big dog the leading dog of the streaming era and one of the reasons why is not only because they came out first i think don't quote me on that but they use technology from like they use the same people that made that genre website where you like it's just like a bunch of genres like a bunch of genres like you can scroll down forever and you would not like go to the bottom and it was just saying you click on it and it'll tell you like a sound of the genre they got those people to work for spotify and spotify is really good at monetizing the playlist and they sell they they sell data from the playlist and especially mood playlists to like companies and stuff because you can gain a lot about what people listen to on a regular basis and how they categorize their music on playlists especially mood playlists so that's why spotify really spends a lot of time and their main emphasis is on playlists so artists especially now pay a lot of money to get on playlists like the top like today today's top hits artists and record labels pay a lot of money to get on those lists get on those playlists and that's good for spotify and you know it but it it does hurt smaller artists because it's not as organic because you have to pay to get on these uh, playlists and especially to get on the cover of the playlist 
and and Spotify will push certain songs um, like after you shuffle something and your recommended songs based off your playlist and Spotify curates your sounds and recommended based off your playlist so they're really good at monetizing and using playlists that they make and playlists that we make to figure out the data and figure out how to push certain artists towards it so, and remember when Drake released Scorpion you know um, the one with um, In My Feelings Kiki do you love me are you rocking eight hey, two bad bitches and we kiss in the right hey, kissing in the right kick I need a, you know anyways um, remember when he released Scorpion his, Drake was the face on all and when I say all like almost all of the Spotify covers and they made it so that if you're on you don't have Spotify premium you can like click any song and play it at any time instead of having to shuffle like most songs and they started doing that with the today's a top hit playlist so that that will get more streams because most people will start doing that so that was such a big deal it's like he's literally having a monopoly over it and it's like he paid the money and spotify is monetizing off a playlist so if you see artists as big as drake spending and the regulator spending all that money to make sure that he is the face he was literally the face of spotify for like a week straight all the playlists rap caviar top hits um new music release um um hot rhythmic uh rhythmic literally all the release r&b he was on the top of all those playlists and that just goes to show you the power of the playlist and spotify has helped spearheaded that and all these other streaming platforms uh, music streaming platforms have mimic the same thing and this push they, this puts artists in like a hard position of like okay do i just make music that i want and have that push or do i make music that is catered to um, a certain audience that it can get to a wider um general audience that i can get a hit and sometimes artists don't have to choose and sometimes artists blend the two because it's never really um one or the other sometimes artists blend the two like okay let me implement sounds and unique sounds and experiment experiment a bit but still make sure that it is consumable to the general audience so i don't really blame the audio um the artists too much in this situation i just wanted to like let you know and let everyone know about what the music industry is looking like nowadays with tiktok and the impact of spotify and like compartmentalizing sounds that are related to each other yeah so here's what i'm looking forward to in music in 2021 and what i do not want to see in music and what should be kept in 2020 stop the long albums stop it we are in 2021 people do not have the attention span I do not have the attention span. And it's not even just that. You have a 20 plus song album. More than likely, there are a couple, a handful of skips. Perfect album length. Literally. I'll say like eight, eight, eight to 14. Eight to 14. 16, maybe. Eight to 16. Eight to 16 is a perfect album length. Because the likelihood that, because you you know, artists make so much music during the time of the recording. So if you're telling me you can condense all that music you made into 16 songs, I'm going to assume that those are the 
best songs that you recorded and the likelihood of those songs being good are better than you releasing an album with 20 plus songs on it and the super short songs cut it but you know what i don't completely hate them because what's the point of drawing out a song and if a song is short and concise and gets what what the purpose of it then that's good like there's no need to draw out a song but i mean the songs are just perfectly short and you can tell it's just for streaming service uh, streaming purposes because i said this um before in the podcast um episode i don't know i don't remember this one which one but um a short a song that's two minutes and a song that's four minutes if you stream if you loop the songs back to back for 24 hours the song with the two minutes will have more place than the song with the four minutes so it makes sense that people are trying to make sure the songs but i'm just saying like make sure the song is good if it's short make sure it's good i don't want to feel like i'm missing something and i'm actually not the person that minds interludes i like a good interlude and yes i may wish for a longer version but more times than not interludes should stay interludes yeah and we need to start making oh let's stop the two verses and then end the song right there and like oh my gosh what where's the rest where's the rest um bring back bring back bridges what happened to bridges i want a good bridge can y'all even make bridges i want bridges back bring bridge bring bridges back in 2021 yup um and i like songs to start telling stories and i'm not telling them like a lullaby i'm just saying like a clear creative direction speaking of creative direction bring back the importance of a cover art i want investment in cover arts it's like a book if the book cover art is not good i'm not going to select a book and you keep saying oh it's not about the cover it's about what's inside if you're selecting a book and you don't know what book it is the cover that draws your attention is the one that you're going to look at first whether it's good or bad and you're more likely going to get it because you're going to consider it better because of the cover art so i need to bring back the cover art bring back the creatives have some creative direction with your era and their music and music videos also i understand we're in a pandemic but even then we need to have more in creative creative direction and we need more virtual performances with covid um and more experimental stuff with the virtual settings because the traditional era model that we're used to is not gonna work in 2021 i'm sorry to tell you but this pandemic is not gonna be gone anytime soon with the way things are going and i think it will be a long time before we can start having live um concerts and live performances to like what it used to be in in the near future so i think we need to start utilizing what we've done i think artists that did that great in 2020 dua lipa having virtual concerts and i uh, i think most people if they're willing to pay a lot of money to go to a concert they would pay some money not as not the same amount but they would pay some money to go see their artists virtually live and i think the traditional era model is not going to work so some of these artists that are waiting to release music i don't know how long you're going to wait for it just i think hire new creatives that would come up with new ideas to promote and to make music and performances during a virtual era chloe and hadley for example amazing tanisha cortez their tennis court 
literally filmed all their videos and performances there the majority of their era they did a great job and they had a creative different creative direction each time magnificent and i want to hear more hyper pop in 2021 and not just like um charlie xes but like diversifying hyper pop like i'm just not i'm not this not, doesn't need to just be white people um and blending hyper pop with rap rico nasty started doing that with iphone i think playboy cardi could start i really do hyper pop hyper pop i really do and out the cruise um it's kind of a divergent of nigerian afrobeat i want to see more of that in 2021 and i think it's going to start catching on more so just let me know whenever out the cruise starts popping up just come back to me you're welcome and yeah that's the end of this podcast make sure you go follow uh, my social medias and my art page and my podcast page and my art prints and my stickers and yeah i'll see y'all next time this was a shorter video i just wanted to say something real quick oh and if um i broke my mic so you're hearing this on like my phone voice memos and i am this my phone is literally on top of a bounty tissue roll it's a you know it's a little diy but you know what we make things work i want to get this episode out to y'all as quickly as possible because i was like there's no need for y'all to wait any longer you're like oh my gosh why it sounds so good you know i'm a sound engineer on the low so you know high quality regard regardless you know i'm probably gonna buy a new mic anyways so thank you everyone for supporting me and i wish everyone a great 2021 and a great start of 2021 and i will see y'all next time Bye. Oh, well. ah. This was a coming of age, but in real life, a podcast by Osaka.